It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We welcome you to another episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell, and away we go because we have a lot to cover and we're running a little bit late because, uh, well, uh, a lot of things going on. Um, so why don't we do this and why don't we start by finishing up what we teased in our last episode, what we didn't have a whole lot of time to get into, which was the whole notion that Dan Snyder is forbidding the Redskins from drafting a quarterback and instructing, essentially, Ron Rivera to select Chase Young. This was mentioned by Todd McShay. I'm not sure who Todd McShay gets this stuff from. Uh, Clearly, he has some sort of... Uh, easy to see distaste for the Redskins. It's hard to blame him. It's hard to blame him uh, from over the years just because they've been such a bad organization, so terribly run. You know, and Redskins fans and maybe somebody out there, but I, 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 you know, I see it a lot on Twitter, and Twitter is the cesspool of hell. Um, so maybe this doesn't apply to you guys that listen to this show and this podcast on a regular basis. And, and if it does, it does. Uh, I, I appreciate you listening either way. Redskins fans thought, oh, well, Todd McShay, nothing that he says should be taken seriously because he hates the Redskins. He hates the Redskins. Uh, it's clear that he is biased and angry at the Redskins because he made one comment that he'd rather coach 31 other teams other than the Redskins. Well, I got to be honest with you. Again, I I never believed 31 other teams were worse. I I think Todd was wrong on that, if I'm just being honest. But I don't think he's that far off. Or when he said that, which was before we knew about, even, even knew about Ron Rivera, He was basically saying, look, if he had to give advice to somebody, meaning a friend, I'd rather coach 31 other teams. Well, I I wouldn't rather coach the Bengals. I I can tell you that much. I don't know if I'd rather coach the Lions. But there aren't many teams. I I don't know if I'd rather coach the Jets. There aren't many teams that I'd not rather coach than the Redskins. So, here's the thing. Todd McShay gets labeled as a hater, as a maniac, as this, that. Look, I don't think Todd McShay is right here. I don't think Dan Snyder is forbidding anybody from doing anything. I would be shocked by that. Not because he hasn't done it. Not because his track record and his history is good. It's not. But there's in my opinion, very little chance that Ron Rivera, who hasn't even lost a game yet, 
is being 100% ordered what to do and what not to do by Dan Snyder. Now, maybe, maybe Dan Snyder has given his input and said, hey, we have a tough situation here. We just drafted this kid. We've developed him a little bit. The former staff didn't like him. We need some. There's a million ways that this could possibly be interpreted. But the way it was put by Todd McShay, you know, was basically, again, that Dan is not only interfering, but that Dan is not allowing them to even consider going quarterback. Here's the direct quote to Stephen A. Smith's first take. And I don't watch that show, so I don't know what to tell you. I didn't see it. Stephen A. Smith said, quote, my sources tell me that the Redskins aren't going to a, they're definitely drafting Chase Young. Again, I don't believe any person that reports that the Redskins are definitely doing something, especially a month and a half or so before the NFL draft, almost a month and three quarters, and before even free agency. But McShay said, quote, I agree, I'm hearing the owner won't allow them to go QB. End quote. All right. Now, everything can be taken out of context. I haven't seen the video of this yet. They have not put it up. Uh, again, I don't watch the show. This was relayed via Quentin Mayo, who does some basketball work for NBC Sports Washington. So I've got to take him at his worth. Nobody else has disputed that McShay didn't exactly say it this way. Again, Redskins fans care so much about Todd McShay apparently hating the Redskins because of one thing he reported, one thing he said, one thing that he advised back in December. So now they hate him for life. Well, you have to be a Redskins fan. Well, you have to. Todd McShay's opinion is not worth it because it's not valid because he hates the Redskins. I mean, that's absurd. That's absurd. But I think Todd McShay is wrong here. Or whoever is telling Todd McShay that he is wrong. So here's the deal. Would I be surprised if Dan Snyder is going, yeah, let's trade Dwayne Haskins and draft Tua Viola at number two? I'd be very surprised if he's jumping for joy at that possibility. Would I also be very surprised if Dan Snyder was sitting there either in person or on the phone or via text to Ron Rivera saying, I forbid you to take a quarterback? Am I surprised by that? Yeah, very surprised. Extremely surprised. Again, not because he hasn't dipped his hands in the cookie jar before not because he hasn't done all sorts of things we need to remember as the story goes for the donovan McNabb trade three and a half months four months into mike shanahan's tenure if you believe the shanahan's and others dan and bruce basically orchestrated that deal they wanted mark bulger those guys wanted donovan McNabb. they went out and got donovan McNabb. supposedly shanahan didn't even know now if you believe all that, uh, you know, I, I mean, I believe most of that. I, I don't believe all of it because I've heard different accounts. 
I don't discount that Bruce and Dan tried to usurp Mike Shanahan's power when they saw a quarterback available that they thought was going to be a great marketing opportunity, a great reclamation project, a great way to end his career, all that. When they saw what it would take and they got behind it back in 2010. So, again, do I believe that Ron Rivera or Dan Snyder could have his power taken away or could be making orders this early on? I really don't. But I can't say that there isn't some sort of precedent, right? At least if you believe that side of the version of that story. But still, 10 years later, a lot of losing later, a huge amount of embarrassment later, you're going to hire Ron Rivera to a coach-centric approach and say it's not about the GM, it's not about the personnel director, it's not about the president, it's about the coach. And that's what Ron Rivera says was the one thing that attracted him more than anything to the position. The reason why he immediately signed and agreed to work for the Washington Redskins and you're going to drop orders of no quarterback, no way, no chance, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Again, I know Dan Snyder's track record in history is not good. The burden of proof is more you know, with him to prove his innocence than anything. Now, he's not going to talk. And, you know, Rivera's probably not going to admit what exactly they talk about. But I would be stunned at this point in juncture if they are ordering, if Dan is ordering no quarterback. I, I get that he's got motivation to protect Haskins and what they invested in last year. This is something that would have come up in pre-job meetings, right? Just something that would have probably come up. I could be wrong, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. All right, so I wanted to get that taken care of. Coming up next, I want to get into Cam Newton and potentially coming to Washington. Yeah, we'll tackle that next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. What's up, guys? If you've been a listener of this podcast, the Locked On Redskins podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Redskins is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Redskins fans, just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners, not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Locked On Redskins fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On Podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. Let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On Advertising success. Once again, that's text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcasts.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us right here on the Lockdown Redskins podcast. As always, you can follow me at WrestleMania621, the podcast at Locked Redskins. You can read me, redskinsreport.com, part of SI, redskinsreport.com. As well, listen to me on the radio, 106.7 The Fan in the Washington, D.C. area and on radio.com anywhere in the world. As well, by subscription, Warpath Magazine. Please support any venture that I am a part of because, well, to be quite honest with you, we work really hard to provide you good Redskins content, very good Redskins content, and different Redskins content, uh, and we want you to kind of take in and consume as much as you possibly can, as much as you possibly can. All right, let's get to this. So Matthew Berry uh, writes... Fantasy football for ESPN, normally not a newsbreaker by any means. However, he was at the combine and he knows a lot of people and he talks to a lot of people and the combine is half meat market, half social happy hour. And you have a lot of conversations over people with a lot of cocktails, right? And people say things at the combine that they don't normally say in other areas and other pockets of the NFL. So Barry wrote a long column for ESPN.com, but a couple of things jumped out right away. And it started right at the very top, and let's get to it right away. Um, he said, quote, while all the public reports stated how much the Panthers are behind Cam Newton this season, I'm not so sure. The sense I got was that they didn't want to just give him away. But if a team made a reasonable offer for him, he'd be dealt. Right now, they, meaning Carolina, want to get him healthy and see what they are dealing with. But despite all the love being thrown Cam's way publicly during Combine Week, insiders I spoke to think it's less of a sure thing that Newton is the Panthers' starting QB this season. All right, so that in and of itself is a lot to unpack, right? Matt Rule has come out and said, basically, Cam Newton is the guy. But but the owner came out and said, oh, well, well, we got to get him healthy. You know, can't commit to him. Got to get him healthy. Got to get him healthy. Which is true. You got to get him healthy. Uh, I spoke to somebody who indicated about a week and a half ago that Cam would be ready for right around uh, the offseason program. I don't know how much he would participate. I'm not that. I'm not sure in, but right around that time. Now, Cam Newton has one year left on his contract, and his former head coach is Ron Rivera, and he's in Washington. And apparently, not apparently, realistically, he's looking for a quarterback. And so Barry kind of combined his first point on Cam and Carolina into a second point, saying, quote, It was also noted more than once by folks in both Carolina and Washington that if Newton was somehow available, Ron Rivera absolutely loves Cam. Loves him. 
end quote. And I've heard the same, that Ron Rivera loves Cam, Cam loves Ron. Certainly they made music together. They were successful. All the Carolina coaches are here. I mean, it would make some sense. It would make some sense without the Redskins having a surefire, absolute, direct path with their starting quarterback and having, you know, look, they, they, I, I don't know how many different ways we can say this. They don't fully believe in Dwayne Haskins. I, I just don't know how many ways we can say that. And Cam Newton would be a guy that immediately could be, I think, a good influence on Dwayne Haskins if he's still here. Could be a short-term starter if he's healthy. And maybe even a multiple-year starter. Remember, you know, some quarterbacks, i.e. Peyton Manning, and I know they're different. Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady play well into their late 30s, sometimes even into their early 40s. So why couldn't potentially Cam? And why couldn't he potentially be a fit here in Washington with Ron Rivera? And with so many questions about Dwayne Haskins. Now listen, Cam Newton's cap number is well over $21 million this year. So if the Redskins were to trade for him, Carolina would have to take on not only a $2 million dead cap hit, but they would have to take on, I think, a good portion of Cam Newton's contract, maybe half, because the Redskins are stuck paying $21.5 for Alex Smith, st- stuck, whatever, playing a first-round pick, at number 15, they would need some sort of massaging of the contract. Unless Cam Newton was cut because Carolina really didn't want him and they felt like they couldn't make a trade for him. You know, thanks, but no thanks. Thanks for the memories. At that point, then Cam could negotiate his own deal. And if he's so fond of Ron Rivera and the system and uh, potential and all that stuff, maybe, maybe the Redskins could get somewhat of a discount. Maybe, as we pointed out at RedskinsReport.com, they can structure a deal that has a lower, significantly lower cap value in year one or cap charge in year one, but goes way up in two and three in terms of guaranteed base salaries so that the money is fully guaranteed, the Redskins could have a lower cap number this year, get Cam this year, have to pay him in 2021 and 2022, assuming that he's healthy, and and there is risk there. There is risk there. There's no doubt about that. But the bottom line is this. We're going to have to pay and overpay unless Dwayne Haskins is your guy. If you're going to go out there and sign a veteran quarterback who's any good, you're going to have to pay. Whether it be, you know, Nick Foles if he's ultimately released, I doubt it. Cam Newton, whoever it might be, you're going to have to pay. 
You don't want to necessarily pay, but you're going to have to. But the key would be a structure that allows the Redskins to move on from Alex Smith, whether it be by his retirement or whether it be simply by cutting him next year, which allows you to bring in the veteran quarterback this year. Again, teams do this all the time. It just provides you different options. Different options. All right. That is going to wrap up that part of our conversation. When we finish up the show, we will get into Trent Williams, Jason Peters. That's right. Trent Williams, Jason Peters. Going to be a free agent, left tackle of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's next. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We wrap up the Locked On Redskins podcast this way. Jason Peters is going to be allowed to be a free agent. The Philadelphia Eagles sent out a statement uh, saying that their veteran left tackle has been with them for almost a dozen years, uh, is you know going to be able to hit the free agent market and um, wish him well, not closing the door on any potential return, that type of thing. But clearly, they had decided to move on when they drafted Andre Dillard, uh, and, and you know, it's kind of hard to blame them because again, Peters is 38 years old and he's had some injury issues in the past and that's again more than understandable the eagles said in a statement that they mutually agreed with peters i uh, you know i i mean I, I i guess that means you know peters wanted to test his market and kind of saw his name coming to an end uh, and they said hey look we're not going to play games here we we need to move on and they said, we are appreciative of everything Jason has contributed to the organization over the last 11 seasons in Philadelphia, including building a first ballot Hall of Fame career and helping us win our first Super Bowl championship. They called him an incredible leader in person, both on and off the field. They didn't completely close the door, but here's why this is noteworthy, despite being more of a Philadelphia thing and the fact that Peters is 38 years old. Well, Peters being a free agent left tackle in a class that doesn't have a whole lot of talent. Anthony Costanzo is the top guy at 31 and a half. Andrew Whitworth is like 38 as well. I don't think he's playing anywhere other than the Rams. I'd be surprised about that. Peters, a free agent, is now available, right? And the Redskins haven't made much progress in terms of the money Trent Williams is looking for to return. So I've always said, trade Trent Williams, right? Try and get that second round pick that you're missing. Trade Trent Williams, trade Trent Williams, trade Trent Williams. I've always 
you know, been of that thought. Well, now especially, I don't know if you can get a second round pick for him, but now I would definitely do that because, again, there's a shortage of left tackles in free agency, number one. Number two, and there isn't in the draft, but the Redskins have the number two overall pick. They're not taking a left tackle at number two. The only way they're taking a left tackle is if they trade down to five, seven, nine, somewhere in that range. That's it. But first, you have to make a decision on the position in terms of free agency. And you're almost probably better off dancing with the devil you know, right? Nobody ideally wants to start with a 37, 38-year-old free agent. But in this particular case, I think Peters is a little bit better than people think he is. Number one, he graded out over an 80 composite pass blocking, like mid-80s, and overall, according to Pro Football Focus, Com. His over-the-cap valuation for 2019 with the Eagles was $11.723 million. That's what he was worth based on a wide, complicated set of factors. He only counted $8.66 million by, you know, against the salary cap. So it seems like he outplayed his contract, right? The... Notion that Jason Peters is always banged up, is always hurt, which quite honestly, I had a lot of that too. I mean, if I'm being honest, I kind of like, well, you know, he's he's always hurt. Well, maybe he isn't. Maybe he isn't. And here's what we mean by that. Peters last year played 936 snaps for the Philadelphia Eagles. 936. Now, he missed a couple of games, but that's still not bad, right? Again, I I don't know if we can expect somebody to play every game at this point, but, I mean, that's not bad. He played 970 in 2018. So in the last two years, he's played well over 1,900 snaps. That's a lot of football as your body is wearing down. But because he's had various injuries, Philly was able to keep him somewhat, somewhat, in terms of the tread on the tires, somewhat under control. Uh, He's played in seasons where he's had well over a 1,000 snaps. Three seasons during his time in Philadelphia. So the notion that he's always hurt, never available, a little bit misleading. I know he gets banged up a lot. You're probably going to get a 12-13 game player at best. But somehow, someway, he finishes what he's doing. All right, Trent Williams, again, wants the money, the moon, the sun, and everything in between. I mean, I'm done playing games. Trade him for a second-round pick. If you can get a second-round pick, great. Trade him. Get rid of him. He doesn't want to be here. He does not want to be here. Or he, the only way he wants to be here 
is if they pay him a exorbitant sum from some from my right to my left. All right, that's going to do it for the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Covered Cam Newton, Matthew Berry, potentially the Redskins, Dan Snyder, Ron Rivera, the dynamics of that, and Trent Williams, Jason Peters. For more, check out RedskinsReport.com, 106.7 The Fan, the Radio.com app. That is going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.